The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. But it's time for Bite Reality, and we have Mark the Shark on the line. Good morning, Mark the Shark. Good morning, Vietnam. I always <laughs> wanted to say that. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But I now. look at it this way. America, there's an epitaph coming. The epitaph is yours to write. If you vote right, you may not have to write it. If you vote left, I'm guaranteeing you'll write it. Or someone else will write it for you. Maybe in Chinese, maybe in Russian. Who knows? Maybe, maybe some country in the Middle East with some new nuclear weapons from our nuclear deal. But anyway, I digress for a moment. Welcome to Bite of Reality, this wonderful, glorious day that we're still here on the planet. You're listening to Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio. So here's what we're doing, as we always do at the beginning of the show, perhaps my favorite time. It's called Rhyme Time, and let's jump right into it. Ah, yes, already another week, ready for Rhyme Time, fun with your tongue-in-cheek. Hey there, welcome to D.C., whether you can get everything here for free. Come on, come all, come illegal. We are the sanctuary you seek, except if we get more than one of you per week. We can't handle the 60 illegal aliens we are getting each day. From that foreign land, you would think Mexico, but you'd be mistaken anyway. Texas keeps sending illegal invaders now to Chicago, he said. But if you tried finding this story on mainstream media station, you'd be searching until you're dead. This story was and is nowhere to be found. Seems it's like Kamala. It's just the joke of the town. So Governor Abbott continues to bring the problem brought by Biden. It's just that invasion thing. Texas, his state, has been facing this now for years. When it didn't affect any others, the sanctuary states... They would sing cheers. We will take your poor, your hungry, your tired, your invaders, they said. And now that a few are coming, their faces now have turned quite red. They complain and they squawk like the weenies that they are. Let's see now that the shoe is on the other foot. Their reactions are quite bizarre. For sanctuary cities, they're crying like new babies. The way they are reacting You'd think the invaders all had rabies. Less than 1% a month of what Texas sees in a day. There seems to be treachery afoot, the Mayor Lightfoot did say. We can't handle the truth as a sanctuary city you know. We apparently are only kidding. We now have 60 people you brought to our city in tow. But this is overwhelming, my small little mind, she said. I thought you were kidding and that all of them were actually dead. I meant we are a sanctuary city, but not in reality. We don't have a clue or plan. Now that's obvious, you see. When the rubber hits the road, through all the smoke and the fire, it turns out that all these sanctuary cities, their mayors are all liars. The revolution is here as it comes around and bites your back end. Then the sanctuary cities want to be your best friend. 
But in reality, it is much different as shown on your TV. The clueless, ineffective leaders put them up in expensive hotels in midtown New York. That's what they want you to see. You pay 700 a night. For the invaders, it's free. Do you see the insanity yet? This is as crazy as crazy can be. Sanctuary cities, they lied to us all. They don't really mean it. If you want to come, just give us a call. But as usual, the democratic advertising and the catchphrases they use, they don't really want them at all. They are actually trying to refuse. But as they do, the cameras are there. And now they are trapped and they have to accept them and play and make like they really care. But try as they will, they will begin to see the light. And this sanctuary bulldoink will eventually need to be set right. No shipping them off of the border and out of Texas is not racist, as they claim. Yep, go to page 21 in the Dems playbook. Reread it. Yell racism. And then shift the blame. Mayor Lori Lightfoot of Chicago, she complains. Hey, Sanctuary City, you now have some invaders. And now this is called by them completely insane. Try as you may, Eric Adams and Lightfoot claim foul play. There goes their sanctuary city status. They are the Democrat donkeys, and they yap noises, and they bray. As education is closed, and you must wear a mask on your face, hey, this is racism and child abuse. With our test scores, we came in last in the world race. So, gee, now has the science come around in this year? We no longer follow the science. It has become inconvenient. That is now clear. It no longer supports what the leaders have said. The theory of science, it needs to be buried. I am now sure that it's dead. Follow the bouncing lockdowns as it damages our kids. You might think you were wrong about it, but don't lose all those crazy bids. We have billions of dollars left over from the COVID giveaway. Don't start now and let science get in the union's way. It's so nice to be at home and not deal in person with your children anymore. As our leaders send their children to private schools, oh, just shut up. Take it. Don't be a bore. Five points in reading and seven in math. The test scores did fall. Don't worry. Your kid's an idiot. Just send them to the mall. No one cares. And it's true. They need stupid people to be turned out from our schools. So when they make crazy laws, you'll obey without question all the rules. In California, in 235, they're making no gas cars that can be sold. And don't worry, we will all have electric cars. Just do what you're told. But guess what Gavin Newsom told you this week? I can't make this stuff up. He told you don't plug in your electric car charge. He said, don't plug in your electric car to charge it. Our electric grid will fail. Just giving you a heads up. So in 235, when Californians have their electric cars, better get your exercise in. You'll be pushing your electric car on the way to your favorite bars. If you can't get gas for your reliable ride, you might as well not go to work. Just stay inside. Good luck, California. You're going to need it, they say. You will have to get your food and supplies some other way. If the wind don't blow and the electric grid with solar don't go, go back to the Amish ways and get your candles to glow. Seems like progress 
It's just taking us in reverse. America is dying. Better call in the political nurse. Now semi-fascists, the bloodletting has begun. They now have declared war on half of America. It's incredible. No, this is not a pun. Biden compares himself to Lincoln. Such a joke it is in reality. Biden's an empty shell. It's tough to do this when you have the brain of a flea. Biden last night, he gave us his word. That I would believe anything out of his mouth is completely absurd. Ooh, we had a little phone call there. <laughs> the divider-in-chief has come full circle indeed. What you sow, Biden, in the teleprompter, you must read. Burn down the cities. The left radicals did do. The guy in a crazy headdress, if he could take over the country on January 6th. What's wrong with this picture? They claim it was a coup. But try as they must to kill off any good ideas. This has been going on for several years. Corinne Jean-Pierre, or Flopsy Mopsy as she's known, her brain is too small, but her hair sure has grown. Flopsy Mopsy, she wouldn't know the truth if it hit her in the face. What comes out of her mouth? Certainly has no relationship to the truth. It's her head filled with just space. So Flopsy Mopsy said there's no one walking over the southern border. The border is secure. There is no such thing as border disorder. And just when you think that this administration can't get any more detached from our nation, you'd be wrong. Our nation is now filled with frustration. Flopsy Mopsy said she understands the speech last night hit a nerve. She has no clue what they have done. Divided this country and it's embarrassing what I did observe. Not only did his wordside salad get garbled, that dribbled out of his mouth. From the first utterance, his message, it just kept going south. He fumbled, he mumbled, he bumbled, and he tried to read some words that would make sense. The entire speech, fortunately, I did take offense. As far as I saw the dictator that he is, this makes what the people really angry. This makes the people really angry. You don't really need to be a whiz. I'm not a fascist, but you overly mimicked Hitler last night. Now, we may be in this country in for a fearful, brutal fight. Biden has called out the lines of battle and draw the lines of attack. Such inflammatory words. You just can't take them back. I'm not sure of who the genius is who fed him the words, but Biden spoke them to us. The speech was for the angry birds. Two things that Hitler and Biden have done. Target a group of people. Blame all the problems on them. Attack a call for violence. Redeeming qualities? The speech has none. Ah, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Mar-a-Lago raid. The DOJ is opposing the special master to judge no decision as the evidence is being weighed. The DOJ is arguing, just trust us, we have this under control. Hey, if you're lying on the oath, then this agency is really on a roll. Why do they not want a third party to review the papers taken from his house? I wonder what they put in the boxes when they took them out. Maybe even a dead mouse. So it's getting late, and I have to bring this to a close. I hope you enjoyed it. That's how it goes. So an ending rhyme time again for this week. 
I feel this country is in real trouble. Without a paddle, we are up the creek. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mark, I, uh, I think you've done it again. I, <clears throat> as a veteran, I sat there and I don't know what the DOD was thinking. You, you don't use Marines for backdrops, you know, and you don't use them. The only time you should bring out the Marines or any other Military is for a ceremony, not a political speech. And why did the DOD let Biden do that and let him make threats? He made threats against anyone that's, and I have my Trump Make America Great Again cap on, and I'm proud to wear it. And if I'm a fascist, then what the hell is he? Other than a pinko left socialist that's ready to turn our country into a socialistic, communistic country. And for him to blame the Republican Party or anyone that's right of center for anything is absurd. And I thought it was the most... I thought it was just a terrible speech. I thought whoever wrote it, and I know that idiot in the White House, he can't even read it, much less write it. But we've got to make sure the left is gone in November and the left is gone in November 24. Biden has no business being president. Well, I got to tell you that I saw this speech last night. And out in front of Independence Hall, what I would, what I would call the dictator speaks at Independence Hall, devastates the country by splitting it in half and announcing literally a civil war. The civil war has officially begun. I think it started a while ago, but last night was the official declaration of civil war. The backdrop to me was so offensive. I, I was standing there going, wait a second. I cannot believe what I'm seeing on my screen, so I switched to another channel. I figured maybe the tint was off, maybe something was wrong. So I switched to another channel, and the same backdrop. And you know what that backdrop reminded me of? You're too young to know about it, but there was an album called The Wall with Pink Floyd, and there was a movie called The Wall. And that very distinctive military standing there in front of the red wall, that was a signal. That was a signal to everyone. The war has begun. That's exactly, exactly what Hitler did. I cannot believe that I have to put an American president in the same sentence as a dictator like Hitler. You know, he kept claiming he knows what MAGA is thinking and he knows what MAGA believes in. He doesn't even know what he believes in. If it's not on the teleprompter, it doesn't exist. The guy just basically is able to pick out an ice cream, uh, an ice cream flavor, and that's it. Don't even think for a second that this guy is running the question. He's running this country. That's not a question, I should say. This speech was about, I, I, just 
I can't even begin to understand. His base is wacky enough. His base is out of control. And that's part of the system. That's part of the problem that's going on. So now you incite the people who you are claiming who the left are the radicals. Let's get this clear. Let's make this very, very clear. How many MAGA riots were there that burnt down cities? How many Trump supporters killed people in the cities with riots, burning cars, burning buildings, attacking people in the middle of the street? And I don't know how many of you would forget so quickly, but when the election results, Biden versus Trump, were coming down, let me guess, did the red cities board up all their buildings? Did all the, the stores and the commercial places close? No, they didn't. It wasn't in a red city. It was in a blue sneaker city. That's what it was. Why? Because the left is the radical wing of America. Yeah, you know what? I keep hearing about the white supremacists. There are illegitimate, moronic groups out there that are white supremacists. And you know what? I understand that. I think it's disgraceful. I think it is upsetting. It's just as upsetting as the BLA riots, the BLM, burn, loot, and murder riots. Why would you let them get away with that? Why would you allow that? Why would you let them do that? And now you want to complain that there's a problem? Well, how many white supremacists have gone and burned down the cities? I, I'm, you know, listen, if you know, call in. Let me know. How many white supremacist riots were there that cost billions of dollars? You know, when they stood in front of the blocks in Atlanta and they said, no, 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 this is a basically peaceful protest. A peaceful protest. Right up until the point that the entire block was on fire and buildings were collapsing. I guess that's what they consider peaceful. But not to be. The reality, this is the problem with this administration again. It's, it's an underlying lack of accountability. And if the facts don't fit the reality, redefine it. Redefine it. You know, last night, the, the, the teleprompter, because Joe Biden didn't even probably know what he was saying. He had no clue what he was doing. I mean, I, I heard him talking, and I'm sitting there going, does he even know what he's talking about? And the reality is, I don't think he does. I don't think he did. He could tell me MAGA believes in this, believes in that. He doesn't even know what he's saying. So here's what happened. Here's what goes on. He said the real question is, how come when someone denies the election results, they're a fascist, right? Okay, let me bring it home. Let me bring it home to you, Georgia, and the rest of the United World. How about Stacey Abrams? She, in Georgia, did that perfectly. She was perfect. She denied the election. It was stolen from her. She went on television. She went on everywhere. She got a six-figure salary from different PACs while campaigning against the election fraud that took place. The stolen election. So is Stacey Abrams a fascist? No, I'm sorry, semi-fascist. They can't define the word fascist, let alone the word semi-fascist. So I'm getting that that will change. But I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit upset. Not a bit, I'm very upset. And I'll tell you why. I had respect for Joe Biden. I didn't agree with him. And I didn't agree what he was doing. And you've heard me talk about it. I disagree with most of what he did and most of what he does. 
because he's, first of all, I believe he's not doing it. But second of all, I don't agree with the policies. But I always respected the office. Last night, I have zero respect for that office and zero respect for him. That's not my president anymore. You want to remember they used to call Donald, that's not my president? Well, guess what? Biden is no longer my president. I don't have respect for a president, an alleged president, that attacks 74 million people in his own country. And he literally attacked everybody yesterday in this country. And by the way, hey, Joe Brandon Biden, a bunch of those people who you attacked last night actually voted for you because they didn't like Trump. Because you guys spent five years in your lamestream media attacking the guy. Imagine for one second, look at this beautiful world and say, what if this country would have backed Donald Trump? What if the Republicans would have not fought him at every... Listen, Donald Trump, and I've said it before, he not only fought with the Democrats, he fought against the Democrats, he fought against the Republicans. Guys like Mitch McConnell. He's not a leader. He's an impediment to the Republican Party. These people, these establishment Republicans, they have to go. What Biden did last night was deceitful. It was fraudulent. And the puppeteers who run him should be completely embarrassed for America. This is the, you want to talk about an existential danger to America? Last night was the existential. That was the danger. That was the deadly device. This country isn't going to survive to get to global warming. I'm telling you right now, this country is in for a split. And another interesting little tidbit is I read this morning that 67% of Americans, that's two-thirds, two-thirds of you, for those of you who have been taught by our educational system and can't do math anymore, 67% of Americans believe that the Democratic Republic of America is in real danger of dying. It's over. I'm one of those 67%. I think when you divided and conquered this country, you destroyed the country. You know, good intentions, unintended consequences. Never in this history of America has there ever been anyone, any president, who has attacked the electorate. Never. They attacked their opponent. They attacked the party. They never attacked the voting public. Last night, that reign of popularism and that reign of that string of never having done it was broken. I mean, I literally was sitting there in amazement. My mouth was hung open. With, with I, I didn't even know how to respond. You know, I was trying to take notes, and I'm sitting there going, "Let me wind that back." I don't. I, did I hear that properly? Did he actually take an attack on the voting electorate? And everything they're telling you. Listen for a second. Look at the facts. Go on the Internet. Look at the different sources. Don't look at one source. Don't look at MSNBC or CNN. Don't look at only Fox News. Go to the various sources. Look at opposing opinions. Become an educated voter. Become an educated America. Because you know what? Being stupid Americans, that's how Biden got in. The guy literally ran from his basement and won an election. Well, let's just say we're not sure of that. But let's say with the voting irregularities, he did win the election. But that speech was nothing more 
than to intimidate, not to confront, to confront this country and to let everybody know not to step in the way of the Democrat, not to step in his way because he will destroy you. And guess what's going on now? They talk about now, now they've shifted and it's brilliant. I got to tell you, it is as far as marketing goes. I'm not a marketing expert. If anyone who knows me knows that, but I can tell you, the guys who came up with this MAGA, ultra MAGA, MAGA light, semi-fascist, fascist, it is brilliant. It is an absolutely brilliant maneuver. And I'll tell you why. They went back. See, let me put this out to you. Joe Biden wants this country to fail. And important to note is that everything that he's done has failed this country. Let me say it again. Joe Biden wants this country to fail, and everything that he has done has failed this country. The word united and unity has now been redefined, as well as other words like recession, words high crime, inflation, when it was 8.6, now it's zero, just because 8.6 is equal to zero. This is exactly what happens in a dictatorship when they take over. Look at Nazi Germany. That's our, that's our history. That is the history of the world. And they looked at it. What did Germany do? Where are the parallels, you say? Well, let me give it to you. Did Nazi Germany, they pointed the finger at the Jews. This is exactly what Biden did yesterday. He pointed the finger at a particular group of people in this country. 74 million of them, roughly. He's following the Hitler's playbook. Wake up, America. What's wrong with you? You have to see this for what it is. If you demonize a particular person, you demonize a particular group of people, whether it be by ethnicity, because they started with the white supremacy people, and then they went after white people. And white people were now demons. Now they're going after a political position. If you have a political position, you're a demon. They dehumanize you. And it's easier when you're dehumanized to be radical and violent. And I'm going to tell you the rest of this on the way back after these messages. Don't miss it. Stand by. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
And we do thank you for listening. And, you know, Mark, as I listen to the garbage coming out of the, not my president either, out of the, and I wouldn't even call him a gentleman, and his administration is far from ladies and gentlemen. His press secretary is the biggest, like you said, Millie Mop going. Well, and, it's you know. Mopsy Mopsy now. Yeah. You know, it's like you and I have talked many hours about many different things and the destruction of our, com- our country from the city, from every angle caused by liberals is becoming, you know, I don't see how we're going to escape another civil war. Uh, I don't think we're going to survive. I really don't. I don't either. This is not, this is not something that started now. It started under Trump when they didn't allow him. And when I say they, I think the establishment, the establishment that he worked with. And I've said it before. He made tremendous mistakes when he was president last time is when he walked in that door, his biggest mistake was not cleaning house from day one. And I'm talking about everybody at the top gone. The regular street agents do their jobs and they do it well and they do it. They are the finest. Listen, the FBI was the finest agency in the world. When something went down, they called the FBI. Why? Because the men and women on the ground were the best of the best of the best, as they used to say in Men in Black. Now, it's run by a bunch of knuckleheads. Look at, you know, the the problem begins when we started to tear down American history, destroy the history of a country. And why, you know, they, they, and I don't remember who had said it, but if you forget your history, you are destined to repeat it. So they wanted to bring down the history. They took down all of the statues. They took down all of the monuments. And they claim the monuments were racist. No, that's part of our history, America. That is, listen, we fought and we died to break away from a dictatorship from Britain. And we forget that. We were born with flintlocks and gunpowder. That's how America was born. Because a small group of people said, we've had enough of this. Remember taxation without representation, the Tea Party? I've said it before. But this particular company, right, this particular country right now is broken. And I don't think we know how to fix it because nobody is focusing on the problems. We're focusing on attacking each other. We're focusing on the Republicans hate the Democrats. The Democrats hate the Republicans. These are the people that we sent to Washington and America. You're the voter. You sent them to Washington. You put them there, and you failed to hold them accountable. And you voted for them again. And you voted for them again. And now they're 50, 60 years in there. So they can do anything they want, and they always do. They're not concerned with, as Joe would say, the kitchen table issues. He has no clue what a kitchen table issue is. You know, as the as his wife, you know, trying to connect with the, you know, the Hispanic people goes, the bodega. Listen... I don't know who prepped her for the speech, but at least get the darn word right. It's bodega. 
you know, you got to look at it. I called this speech last night the Philadelphia Experiment. It was nothing more than a political marketing strategy. And it was successful because his base is all riled up right now. And the right is going, whoa, what just happened? The right was caught by surprise. You didn't see this coming. This has been going on for months. They started with the MAGA. They started with the Ultra MAGA. Now all of a sudden the Ultra MAGA, no one really knew what Ultra MAGA was. You know, they thought it was another Michelob, you know, Ultra Light. They don't know. Listen, the average American, look at our school systems. Come on. They have the IQ of a pencil eraser. So now most people get their news from one source. That's a reality. I understand that. But the news sources are no longer news sources. They are political wings. They're political action groups that just happen to have a network. Don't think for a second that if you listen to MSNBC or you listen to CBS or ABC that you're going to get news. You're going to get news that tells you what's going on. No, you're going to get opinion. The only place that you really kind of get maybe kind of both sides sometimes is Fox News. But here's the problem. The Philadelphia experiment last night. Joe Biden goes to Philadelphia. So he's speaking to the nation. Now, prime time used to be at 9 o'clock. I guess not when you're old and senile. I guess 9 o'clock is sundown syndrome. But he didn't talk about the 361 homicides, the 1,579 people who were shot in Philadelphia. He didn't talk about that. No. Why talk about that? Well, you know, my goodness, this, the, the city is just roaring around with crime. It's just crime is out of control. It's reeling from the success of the Democratic-run cities. Oh, yeah. Let's attack the ultra-MAGA, the MAGA, and the MAGA-lite people. Bingo. Oh, yeah. He has his, he has his pulse. He has his finger on the pulse of America. Except America has been declared dead right about now. You could bet. You know, and I, and this is the other thing that I love. He keeps talking about he never said defund. The Democrats are not for defund the police. Here's a slight problem. There's something called video. That's a real problem for the Democrats. If you want to go into the midterms or into 2024 and claim you weren't the party that wanted to defund the police, I suggest all of you Republicans and all of you middle-of-the-road independents get out your videos and start playing them. Because, bingo, you got it. The Democrats defunded the police. And I had this argument with someone the other day. He claimed they never defunded the New York PD. They never took a billion dollars out of the NYPD. I sent him seven different articles that said $1.2 billion deducted from the New York City Police Department. And they want to know why crime's on the rise. Couple that with no bail, let them out of jail. In fact, they don't even put them in jail. They give him a piece of paper. That's that same concept that happens at the border. So what do you expect when this happens? You don't hold, there's no accountability. But you know what? In, in defense of the administration, why hold America responsible and accountable? Because we don't even hold them accountable. You know, you, know, you bring up a very good point, Mark. We don't hold them accountable. And that jerk last night talking 
should be accountable for our border situation. And this is something that, just like you said, we don't have news, N-E-W-S anymore. All we got is a bunch of faggot opinions, and that doesn't count. And we have, you, you know, word, you're referring to a cigarette, right? Yeah. You know, I kept saying this during PTSD or I'm sorry, during the uh, pandemic. And now it's coming back to haunt us with the number of cases caused by the pandemic and uh, Joe Biden, take the shot, take the shot, you know, all this. But. You know, to my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you know some source that I don't know about, that's saying it's not just today on the border, it's 10 years from today on the border. And the effects and the dramatic effects that this open border policy is going to have on our country is, you know, you can't, I can, do you remember, do you even know what an iron lung is? Yeah. You know, I, I'm old enough that I remember when they had the March of Dimes and they had it televised the kids in iron lungs because they had polio. Yeah, but here's, here's the, here's the real, I guess what's happened is America's falling apart. America is absolutely falling apart. No, it's not. And it's already falling apart. apart. You're right. I, I take that back and I stand corrected. It is falling apart. But the problem is, is if you look at something, you have to see it. You know, there's there's a very famous, um, oh, that guy who does bar rescue. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He, I read several of his books about raising the bar and, and how he became so successful. And he worked for a big boss one time, and he was upper management. He thought he was doing so great. And he's showing the guy around the hotel, you know, of all the things that he's accomplished. And the guy turned to him and said, no, you haven't accomplished anything. And he said, excuse me? And he said, you look, but you don't see. That phrase stuck with me. And I would pull that out of my little hat now. And I'd give that to Joe Biden. You look, but you don't see. You don't see the problems in this country. When you don't see the problems in this country, you will never solve the problems in this country. I heard Flopsy Mopsy from the podium yesterday tell, I forget who asked the question, but, oh, Ducey um, from Fox News said, what is the difference? They were talking about Djokovic and the southern border disorder. And he asked the question, it was a couple days ago, actually, about, how is it that Djokovic, who wants to come in, who's unvaccinated, refuses to get vaccinated, he's probably one of the healthiest people on the planet, wants to come to the United States and play in the, the U.S. Open, and he's now can't get in because he's not vaccinated. But yet thousands and thousands of people have come over the southern border. Not anybody has even said, you need a vaccination to swim across the Rio Grande. Well, you need a vaccination to stand on American soil at the southern border. And that's millions. And he said, how is that different? And she turned around from the podium. And I, again, I played it back several times so I would get it correct. That's not happening. That's not how they get in. And I stood there and I said to myself, I said, she 
is either the most unprepared person on the planet. How could she be in charge of that podium and just utter that phrase? In, in, in a particular moment in time, she made Joe Biden look like Einstein. I mean, it is, it is, I don't even know what you would call it to say that there's no border disorder with over a million people coming into this country every day. And here's the best part. We just ship them all over the country. And what do you think that that does? You take a million plus people, put them into our society with zero skills, zero language, and what are they going to do? They're going to mob your hospitals. They're going to mob your medical facilities. They're going to mob your schools because now you have to have special education for them because they don't speak English. And don't forget... They're spreading infectious diseases that we haven't seen for years in this yeah. country. Measles, polio, it's back. Where did it come from? The southern border. And that's, I, I, I had a separate block, but might as well jump into it now. Fentanyl. Is anyone paying attention? She actually said, Flopsy Mopsy from the podium says, we've gotten over 200 pounds of fentanyl since the beginning of the year. Thousands have come in. <laughs> you know, it's like you know. I I want to. We've got a little while to go, but I want to bring up a point that you and I have been talking about on on our situation, our country situation, and I kept thinking about it as I was watching last night, and. How big a disgrace Biden is. And when you, I don't, even when Nixon was in the deepest of his problems, he was still presidential. And that doesn't, that sounds crazy, but you want to look at the president of the United States as a world leader. You don't want to look at him like some knucklehead that can't even read a teleprompter and doesn't know what he's saying anyway. And we have failed, and the public has to realize this. We have to get rid of Biden and the socialistic left wing of our country and take back our country again. I want to look when... When they say, you know, I used to, there, there, I don't know if you ever felt this, but I always had this feeling, and it was because I was young, and and television had just really started taking over, and now the president of the United States of America. I mean that, you know, it didn't, it didn't. Everybody bring, stopped in their place. And yes. They turned to the little television screen, and they listened. And they listened. He was the leader. Yep. Now. You have an antagonist in chief. But I don't understand what baffles me. What did they gain last night? What did they gain? I think you hit it on the head. I think they declared war. I, I just, I, I just sat there and I said, you know, he says, he says in his speech, if you didn't condemn January 6th and you weren't concerned about January 6th, then don't tell me that you're in support of the police. That was a quote. Are you kidding me? How much past ridiculous can you go? 
You know, I used to say if if this country turned any more left, it would fall off the earth. Being that flat earth, I believe. <laughs> it's the world is looking at this and going, this is going to be a great test. Why do you think Russia went into Ukraine now? Why do you think China is going into Taiwan now? They're going in. I guarantee you, mark this down, write it down, folks. Taiwan's going to be invaded before Biden leaves office. China understands they have an opportunity here to go do whatever the heck they want. The same reason that if you recall, remember all this? Oh, we're going to sanction them and see. We're going to sanction Russia and see how it works in 30 days. Hey, Brandon, Joe Biden, how's that working? How'd that work out for you? 30 days. Wait a second. We just sent them another $44 billion. Whose school doesn't need $44 billion in the United States? Raise your hand. But a little forethought, a little bit of thinking. And General Milley? He's the guy who engineered that withdrawal. I can tell you one thing. If that was under Trump, the next day Milley would have been fired. 13 dead servicemen as a result of negligent actions from our leaders. And nobody's held accountable. Wait a second. Wait a second. I think you just misspoke. We don't have leaders. I don't know what you call them. But we have no leaders. We have no General Schwarzkopf's. We have no President Trump's or no President Reagan's. We don't have... I I can't name one leader in this administration. Well, listen, you have the big guy, the big kahuna. Yeah. And, And they'll tell him he's a leader. But what is he leading? This is the biggest fallacy that America's falling into. This is the biggest sham. It's the same thing. Look what they just did with that stupid America Recovery Pact. You know? I mean, I was looking at this. The Inflation Reduction Act. It's not the Inflation Reduction Act. It's not. It's not at all. What it is, it's the New Green Deal. It's the New Green Deal. And will cause inflation to increase. It's just the the solutions. You know... Every once in a while, like I said last week, it is better to be thought the village idiot than to speak and remove all doubt. Last night, there is no doubt in my mind that this country is at a loss for a leader. We are being led by the blind who are being led by the stupid. And those who were seen dancing by those who couldn't hear the music were thought to be insane. Just call me insane. That's Nietzsche, by the way. Just call me insane. Because I see this happening. I see what's going on here. This is nothing but a ruse. The lapdogs of America, the media, are producing the Biden administration DNC plan. And you're going to see it more and more as you get towards the midterm elections. The January 6th committee, mark my words again, write it down again, is going to ramp up right before November elections. And they're going to come out with some Russian collusion hoax, maybe? Who knows? Listen, for the FBI to turn around and take pictures in a motion and put it out in front of a judge that was thrown on the floor, that was not for the judge, by the way. That was for the public consumption. And i got to tell you, for an organization, the agency, the FBI, 
to complain and yell about the fact that they want to keep everything secret, they got more leaks than a screen door in a submarine. I mean, this is getting to the point where there's no integrity in that agency at all. It's just absolutely incredible. They they have self-destructed like no other agency I've ever seen in my life. But it, it's not, you know what's sad is it's not the agents themselves. No. It's the stupidness at the top. But you know, this, this is where I think Biden, well, or whoever is, whoever's pulling his thing, like last night made a mistake. You know, there are a lot of veterans that totally disagree with what's going on. And if it comes to meeting in the parking lot, these veterans are ready to do it. And you know that. I would and, stay out. I would stay out of the parking lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the left has been pushing and pulling and distorting everything, lying about everything. They're the biggest bunch of damn liars I've ever seen. But it's in every facet. I mean, look what they did with student loans. Oh, yeah. Look what they did with student loans. I worked my butt off. We saved. We didn't go on vacations. We didn't buy new cars. We didn't do anything. We put our kids through school because we had our kids. And we paid for it out of our pockets. Out of our pockets. Well, how stupid are you? Yeah, I do. I do feel stupid. And I feel stupid that I paid off my loan some 30 years ago. I paid off almost $45,000 worth of student loans. I feel like an idiot. Where's my check for ten grand? Yeah. In fact, I should get ten grand for my student loans and ten grand for both my daughters. I should be collecting thirty grand from the government. We'll just call it even. <laughs> Good luck. Well, but this is the, the the you know the student loan program, or as I like to call it, the lack of responsibility program. This is what's going on in this country. We spent two hundred and fifty years sculpting a democratic republic to ensure that everyone is responsible for their own actions, that everyone does what they're supposed to do. And when they don't, guess what? We used to hold them accountable. If you didn't do what you're supposed to do and you broke the law, you were arrested, you were tried before a jury of your peers, and punishment was doled out so that you didn't do it again five minutes later. But that's not what goes on today. So what's the what's the lesson? You have these looting sprees. You have these, like, boom, go up and go rob something. You know, I heard this week again that Merrick Garland, listen to this, you'll love this. Merrick Garland actually warned the DOJ officials about communicating with Congress. Let me repeat that. This is an outrageous conduct by the attorney general of this country. This guy was almost on the Supreme Court. Thank goodness the Republicans stopped him. He said, do not communicate with Congress. He needs to immediately be impeached and thrown out of office. By the way, Mr. Attorney General, the Congress has oversight of the DOJ. So when you say no constitutional oversight, get out of here, get out of my office, don't talk to my agents, my agents aren't going to talk to you. You ever hear of that that squirrely little dusty document called the Constitution? Yeah. Well, maybe you should read it. In fact, I think it should be required reading for all the people in Congress and the Senate. This is ridiculous. You know, and, and it's not something that we look at 
you know, these people are already in government. We can no longer blame it on the miseducation of America. Or maybe we can. You know, honestly, I don't know how long this garbage has been going on in our schools. Because when I went to school, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. You got your butt kicked. You didn't have that. But I'm going to help Joe Biden here. I'm going to give him, I, I you know, I, I'll give him a bone. You know, I'm going to help him and his administration. So I think Joe in 2024 should run. He's got a great record. I think he should run on his record, his record of accomplishments. You know, he raised inflation. He's raised the recession. He's got the border out of control. We have 2 million people coming in this country. This is great for our country, right? 2 million people free in the country. Come on in. It's a good thing. And he raised gas prices. That's great. I love it. And he's going to make gas so high that you can't afford to drive your car, and you're going to have to buy an electric car. That's awesome. I love it. I think he should buy it. Buy this administration a beer because they got the winning strategy. So when you can't afford to go to work because inflation has gone through the roof and you can't afford to do anything else, and the IRS, 87,000 agents, are auditing you every other day because just, you know, the simplified tax form is going to be what you make, what you spend, send the rest in. It's going to be very simple. And we have to complete the redistribution of wealth. I think that's his other strong point. He has to take all of his wealthy donors and get their money and put that back into the government so we can give it away to people who are irresponsible and that they shouldn't be held accountable. And by the way, the other thing is he's raised the amount of fentanyl in this country. That's great. The prices are dropping like rocks on fentanyl. Well, also so are the dead bodies, but maybe he could turn that into a new definition. Mark. Maybe if people die from fentanyl. You know, there are a lot of folks, you, myself, that are realizing and ranting and raving. But we, we can't just rant and rave about what's happening today. We gotta give people the solution for tomorrow. And that solution is, get off your dead ass, look up what your representatives and the people running for office stand for and say they stand for, and go out and talk to them and make sure you believe they stand for what they say. Like we support Governor Kemp. We support uh, Rich McCormick in his race. But we know what they stand for. And these other people that can't give you a good answer, we've got to take back our country. And the way we do it is in November, starting by cleaning out the House and the Senate of the United States of America. And well, see, we, I'm, I'm not concerned with California because I think, honestly, California is going to be dark. And motionless in a couple of years. So I'm not really worried about California. Well, they're all going to be standing in front of the candles. The, uh, the rest of the nation, we have to vote and we have to know what the candidates stand for. And then you have to, it's your privilege to go and vote. It's not your right. It's your privilege. And if you don't take advantage of it, then you're the cause of the problem. And that goes you... back to accountability. We, the voters, should be accountable. 
But what I said earlier, what I want to kind of finish off with is the rebranding of the Ultra MAGA is brilliant. But what I want to caution everybody about, it sounds more like a beer commercial to me, but what I want to caution everybody is it's not really a reality. It's not what it is. They're telling you they're dangerous, MAGA people are this, MAGA people are that. It's not. The existential threat to America is the left radical party, the Democrats. Because Biden, he was sold as a moderate. Show me one moment since he got elected president where he was a moderate. I beg of you, show me one instance where he was a moderate. He spent most of his time saying, whatever she said is good. Whatever she said, I agree with. And the Easter Bunny leads him around. That's an image that will never, never leave my mind. The leader of the free world, allegedly, being led around by the Easter Bunny. Don't answer questions. Come here. Don't be ridiculous. Don't say a word. It's embarrassing. We are the joke of the world when we used to be the strength of the world. You know, they used to say when America gets a cold, the world sneezes. Now... I don't think so. I think the world used to look to us. They used to say, what's going on? And they used to say, where do we go from here? They're not calling anymore. And I, you know, I want to say one other thing. Take on any liberal socialist you know. And if they want to be on radio, we'll be glad to have them on with our On Point with Victor, Mr. Victor Armendariz are with Mark the Shark. We'll take on any liberal, any of you progressive pieces of garbage out there that love Biden. I hope you can't argue from the facts. They don't argue. They have no facts. The fact is that they're killing this country. That's the fact. Yep. So that's their argument is spurious. We got to go. And we're out. You were listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Have a fantastic Labor Day weekend and celebrate America. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.